Hey guys, welcome back to the Solex Life Podcast. I say that I'm super excited about every episode, but I really am because the people that come on here, they really mean a lot to me and they take time out of their day and they're so busy and they're professionals. Okay. He is a mortgage loan officer. He's located here in Alabama and we're going to do a simple intro and we will be right back. Welcome to the Solux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. So, hey, Justin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Years ago, and we had both gone our separate ways, you know, different endeavors in life. And I happened to get into real estate. He happened to get into doing mortgages and then. We kind of linked back up and here we are now. So I'm excited for him to tell you guys about mortgages, answer all your questions that you have. So definitely leave your que- your questions in the comments and we will be more than happy to answer them to the best of our knowledge. So that being said, Justin, again, thank you for coming on. So just tell us a little bit about you, kind of where you grew up, how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Um, so I'm from, a, I'm an Alabama guy through and through, um, started my way south alabama and worked my way up so i'm from dothan alabama um went to school and everything there graduated high school community college for a little bit um then i went to work my way up to auburn was there for a little bit and i've been here since uh 2016 uh living in the hoover pelham area so um that's uh that's kind of where i where i started and where i'm at and uh now i stay in pelham now so uh i love alabama yeah, definitely. I like it too. Like it's growing yeah. on me. Like, yeah, yeah. And I like Birmingham a lot. There's parts of Alabama yeah. that trust me. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, Birmingham has a little bit of everything for folks. You know, you can be mm-hmm. 20 minutes in the country and then 20 minutes you're in the city, you know. So good airport, yeah. good uh, interstates to get where you need to go. So no, I've been I like- finding some really good restaurants here in Birmingham lately. That's true. Yeah. Like some hidden gems. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about it. So, you do mortgages, you do lending. So, kind of what got you into wanting to be a loan officer, first and foremost? Yeah. Well, um, you know, I've always kind of been in finance um, industry since I've started my uh, started my career. Like we were in, you know, more of the subprime lending industry when, when we first started. And, uh, you know, those aspects of that job, I really enjoyed. Um, and I'll, uh, learn so much from it as well. Um, so, um, but anyway, went to the banking world for a little bit, did, did some different operational stuff there. And, um, you know, I was starting to realize that I can never, I was always wanting a raise. I was always wanting a promotion. Mm-hmm. Always, and, you know, regardless of how good you you work or, or don't work, um, 
you know, you got to kind of wait in line for your next, your next opportunity. And mm-hmm. uh, that I, may uh, never come. That may never come. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was just, I just, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't settle for that. So um, kind of left the, uh, left the salary all behind and uh, realized that mortgage was kind of an area that I knew enough, I knew lending, I knew finance Obviously, mortgage is a crazy world in itself, so there was still a learning <laughs> curve. But um, I felt like I, I had some some intangible stuff to uh, hopefully be successful at it. So I just really wanted to, you know, be able to control my income, control my hours, control control a lot. Mm-hmm. More. Um, so, but don't get me wrong; it's not all, you know, great. I mean, sometimes there's, you know, being your own, you know, business owner. That doesn't mean, you know, work your own hours mean you work two hours a day. That means sometimes you work more than eight hours a day, you know, work weekends. You work more hours for yourself than you do at a corporate job, because at least at a corporate job, you can work those eight hours. You know what to expect. Mm. And then you can go home and not think about it. Whereas if you work for yourself, it's 24 seven constant clients texting you all throughout the night. Yeah, I've never got a work text that, you know. 2 a.m. and stuff like I do now. So, um, but on the flip side, you're a lot more motivated. You know, when you're working for yourself, you're you're doing it. You know, you're you know whether regardless of what your why is, whether it's the commission or the people or just mm-hmm. for yourself. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be more motivated than working for an employer. Um, so it it you know you work more hours, but the hours kind of blow by and you don't you don't always feel it. So um, yeah. And it's such a joy seeing people get into their home, especially first-time home buyers. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I know we've done some deals together, and they're like, "Thank y'all so much." You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. have done it without you guys. And I don't think people know, like, um, you know, how much that really plays an impact. Like mm-hmm. having a good loan officer, somebody that's going to actually walk you through the process instead of just going with a lender, like. I'm not trying to slander any business, but like a rocket mortgage, say for instance, you get a pre-approved mm. through them online. Right. You're not going to be able to pick up the phone or and just text them like you would a lender that's local. Right. So that's kind of one thing I try to push to my clients is you want a local lender, somebody that does. I wouldn't say you don't mind, but if they were to text you at 2 a.m., you know. Exactly. You have that. The ability, uh, right. Yeah. There's a there's a time to, you know, nothing's going to change at 2 a.m. Uh, you know, I think <laughs> the underwriter at 2 and we all just hop in your file. But, um, but you know, at the same time, there's the comfortability to know that, um, you know, I'm here, you know. So whether it's mm-hmm. not or whether it's you know, you want to see me in, you know, whatever it is you need, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you're talking, you're accessible, like they can reach you on my cell phone, text, call, email, you know, not just an email and you won't hear from me till eight o'clock the next day. So I know um, God forbid you contact on a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All the bank holidays went out the window after I left that. I already, (laughs) I don't even know when Memorial day and all, you know, just, just all the federal holidays. It's like, that was, yeah. That's, we have a question. Someone yeah, says, yes, I'm looking into buying a home, but want to learn more about the process. So on my end, 
we can briefly kind of go through the process. The first and the most important step of the process is, is getting pre-approved. So it's great that we have Justin on, on live right now. So he can't answer those questions when it comes to getting pre-approved. So can you kind of walk them through the pre-approval process? I guess some things that they need to have handy when they're filling out the application, some things you guys look for, like what really plays a role into someone starting the process to buying a house. Yeah. So, um, you know, whether this is your fifth house or your first house, um, I'm going to, uh, you know, make sure that you, you're not in the dark about anything. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to typically, uh, I kind of had to have a drafted email that's going to have every little thing. Um, and it's not too much. It's, it's pretty standard stuff that you borderline the same amount of stuff you'd need for a car loan, you know, pay stubs, mm -hmm. Um, you know, we'll typically need W-2s or 1099s or something, um, you know, your ID, just some some fairly simple stuff. We don't need blood type or, or, or anything <laughs> like that. Um, so that, and that, that information kind of gives me enough to um, see where we're at. So obviously mm -hmm. I'll send an application as well. That's all online. Um, you'll complete it to the best of your ability. Um, it'll, and then I'm going to, um, you know, with your authorizations, pull your credit. And so that'll show me, um, everything credit wise, your score, you know, any defaults, any mm -hmm. stuff, and, and good stuff too. Um, so I kind of look at that credits, one piece, and then incomes, another piece, and then assets is the third piece. That's the three main pillars, um, with a lot that falls under it, but basically, um, so then I'll look at your income, you know, are you salary? Are you hourly? Are you 40 hours a week? Um, do you have overtime? You know, just kind of look at all that mm -hmm. stuff, see what. Are you self-employed? Because that's a whole nother ball. Field. Yeah. 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 No, it, it definitely can. If you have a, you know, um, hopefully you have a good accountant or, or do it well yourself um, to go to use, you know, the tax documents. We, uh, if we use your tax documents, we'll have to go off what's, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. your or whatever so um but i do have the ability to take what you do have if you're like hey justin i don't know i'm self-employed here's my tax stuff what can i do so um mm -hmm. so i got a portal i've been doing this a lot recently with self-employed people just send me everything you've got um returns for the last two years and i submit it to a, a processor that literally what they do is um, they, they calculate income like for like, they take the whole file and that's what they do all day for all tons of different files. So I submitted mm -hmm. to them, have me an answer in 24 hours. Um, so we'll know exactly what we're looking for. It's underwritten approved. The, uh, the income itself is so we not like, we're not scared about, I hope it works. You know, once we get done, <laughs> I promise I'm going through that right now as we speak. I'm yeah. going through, I hope um, it works with this income. It's a self-employed client and it's been going on for a while. So you definitely yeah. you are self-employed, have your ducks in a row. Make sure you're filing your taxes. Make Absolutely. sure you're not showing that you're making zero dollars. <laughs> but, you know, I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you want to do that. Cool. If that works for you. But if you know that yeah. you're thinking about purchasing a home in the next two years, start making sure that yeah. you're showing the income. Yeah. And and and, uh, and I'll finish up the application part. And then don't let me forget about um, to come back to self-employment income real quick. Um, so essentially, we'll we'll 
take all that information, whatever it is, type of income, a few things we need, and then I'll figure out if you're pre-qualified or not. We'll look at DTI, which is your debt to income ratio, and just see where your limits at, where you're comfortable payment wise. We'll, uh, you know, kind of there'll be a lot of estimates at that point, but um, mm -hmm. you know, then we'll kind of see what you're working with, and then I'll hand a pre qualification or approval letter off to uh, Crispin and um, and then that's when you guys can you know can go look at homes and um, and then you kind of have an idea of you know what to look for because you don't want to mm -hmm. go $100,000 houses if you're you know and it's no offense it just is what it is I mean I don't go shop for you know Bugattis and Lambos because it just ain't gonna happen <laughs> right now uh, so uh, you have to just you know, because uh, those houses and those cars are always going to look better, of course. So it's good to just know where you're at first, get that budget mm -hmm. in mind, and then go look at those houses and then find, you know, find what you can get. Um, that Yeah, that that kind of answers the, the next question someone said. So before contacting a realtor, the first step is talking with a lender first, correct? Um, it can kind of go either hand because if you speak with a, a realtor, we kind of have preferred lenders that we use and we'll put you in contact with those people just depending on what your specific need is. But you can speak with a lender first and then the lender can get you in contact with the realtor. So kind of whatever works. I've had clients to do both. They're, they're already pre-approved and they'll just come to me and say like, hey, I know I need to get you know pre-approved first. So it's completely up to you. Thank you for your question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it works. It, I mean, lots of times we, we kind of work with folks at the same time, you know, um, they're working mm -hmm. with kind of figuring out your needs and wants in a house and areas. And in the meantime, I'm figuring out what the budget is. And then hopefully all that, you know, mm -hmm. pretty, you know, I can usually get a pre-qualification and, you know, if it's a 30 minutes to a day or so, just according mm -hmm. if you've got all your information and as soon as I can look at stuff. So um, yeah. before I forget to go back on that self-employment stuff, um, if mm -hmm. you are in a situation, you know, you can't change what's happened the last two years, how you filed your taxes. So, but we do have bank statement loans. We've got, um, and we'll talk about products later, but I just wanted to let you know, don't lose hope. If you know, you filed zero the last two years, we do have ways to still get a mortgage if you're mm -hmm. you know, income on your taxes. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've even had a client to have to go back and amend their returns. Mm -hmm. um, so there are options. Someone said, you're welcome. Thank you for the answers. I'm screen recording to make sure I have everything so I won't forget. Yeah. And just send us um, just send us a DM. Like send us a message and we'll definitely reach out to you and we can all uh, jump on a consultation together and kind of get the ball rolling and see what you need to do. Because a lot of people... They say, hey, I want to get, you know, my ducks in a row first before I come. But some people, they don't realize that they're already ready. So it wouldn't hurt to have a lender to take a look at it and kind of see maybe what you need to work on, what you need to pay off. Because you've you've gotten me reports from my clients that got it down to like the, the cent, how much they needed to pay to help them get to a position to where they can get pre-approved. Mm -hmm. So definitely reach out to us yeah. so yeah absolutely my contact stuff's over here somewhere yeah but i'll get yeah, it we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll contact you don't always work out right but you know it's whatever 
Um, yeah, definitely. We have another question here. We're going to add this one to the screen. What's the process for construction loans for business? Yeah, so we've got, um, um, I know we're dabbling in, uh, pro long story short, I got, if there's a mortgage out there that exists, I can find a wholesale lender that'll do it. So that's mm -hmm. the easy answer. But uh, as far as construction loan to business, so we've got business, I can do commercial loans, I can do construction loans, one-time close um, deals, um, all of that. So what, uh, and those, you know, I don't do those every day, so I'm not going to pretend that I know all the ins and outs with it. But what I can tell you is I can hop in a Zoom with someone at eight o'clock in the morning and find out and shop a few different wholesale lenders and figure out who's got the best options. Um, typically mm -hmm. I have a, a higher down payment, um, you know, so, um, and, you know, rates are going to be different than a lot of things are going to be different in your, con, you know, typical conventional loan, but a lot of things are going to be the same too. So um, it's really just according what the business is, if we're going to be using any proceeds or income from that business to go towards the loan, um, there's a whole lot of moving parts with it, but I don't want that to scare you off. Uh, we can definitely do it. I just want to, it'd be good if we all got together with a, uh, uh, one of the wholesalers that do these every day and kind yeah, of that specifically they, do business uh, they need a lot more business information than you would need on a typical, um, mortgage. Cause they're going to want to know what, what you're putting there, what you're doing and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Do they kind of want to see the business plan? Because I know some wholesale lenders, not wholesale lenders, um, hard money lenders, like if you're doing mm -hmm. a flip or a project, they kind of want to see, you know, the revenue that that particular right. investment is going to make before they make the loan. Yeah. So yep. that sounds kind of similar. Yeah. So. Thank you for the question. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So another question here, do you all cover certain areas? I'm in Mississippi. I'm actually working on my Mississippi license right now. Justin, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I am not licensed in Mississippi. However, um, the thing about next is we've got like, I think we just hit like 2000 members in all states. Literally. Yeah. So I personally can't do the more. I still have to be licensed in the state that I'm working on. Um, however, we have great referral partners that are loan officers just like me in their states that they're licensed in. So I kind of um, somewhat hand you off to someone, but I, I, I can kill, still kind of help you help you out a little bit. But that loan officer will kind of, you know, legally, technically, they're supposed to handle everything that I would. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely have someone, you know, people that I can send to you that has the exact same products and service and all that stuff that I'm going to have. They're just going to be licensed in Mississippi. So. Absolutely. And we work referrals all over the United States. So no matter what state you're in, you know, I know realtors in pretty much every state and I'm sure he has a team as well. Mm -hmm. So definitely reach out to us. We love referrals. Yeah. Even if you guys, you know, you have family members moving to Alabama, have them to contact us. For you know, sure. We have to yeah. plug the business. <laughs> yeah. No, me and me and Christian left the salary behind. So we uh we're doing this for a lot of reasons, but you know, we want, <laughs> right. we want to, it's a win-win. We help we help ourselves and help y'all. Mm -hmm. Great. It's it's great on both ends. So but I can definitely uh I can definitely get you set up with someone in Mississippi or any state, um, of that matter. 
except Matthew. Yeah. But we're working on that one. Hmm. They got All right, Matthew. It's different everywhere. I know. I know. Like, even with getting a real estate license, it's, it's different in every state. Like in Georgia, to get a reciprocal license, I just have to fill out paperwork, pay some dues. And boom, I'm licensed in Georgia. But with Mississippi, I'm having to go through a whole class and take a test. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's the- <laughs> yeah, 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 that's one of the things. So we answer um, a lot of the questions, but since we're here though, kind of what, what was the process to get licensed to become a loan officer if someone is thinking about going that route? Um, so if you're currently not a loan officer, but you're thinking maybe I want to be a loan officer, um, I would say before you even start studying, just to be honest with you, because I don't want, you know, I would say, give me a call and I'll tell you the ins and outs of it. I mean, just like any job, there's good, bad, and ugly. There's a whole lot of good, but there's some things that may just not be your style that you want to do, um, from a day to day standpoint or objections or something you may have to overcome. But let's assume you do, you do want to be a loan officer, then you would, uh, so you just have to, it's similar to real estate. Um, you have to take a 20 hour for mortgage. It's a 20 hour course, a, a, a pre-course or something and test. And then, um, and then you sign up with, uh, the NMLS It's just online basically. And you sign up for a day to go take the test in person at a testing facility. Um, mm-hmm. and there's a whole lot of different, and I can help you with, uh, uh, kind of tell you some good study tips or, um, I don't really have tips. I just have uh, software <laughs> help me. Uh, a, lot of, a whole lot of practice questions is all it boils down to. Um, so, uh, you know, that would be that would be your course of action if you wanted to do that. Um, and then we can always uh, talk about, you know, how to get business and, and all that kind of stuff, because that's that's the other piece to it. You got you want to know mortgage, but you also, you know, if you don't bring in deals, then there's no money to be made. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, but that's, that's part of it. Now, if you, and uh, so if you're already licensed um, and maybe you're, you know, happy where you're at, but open ears to, to, you know, maybe see another opportunity or Mm -hmm. uh, you want to look into maybe joining my team. So I'm, I'm in the process of, of uh, growing my team um, to where, um, you know, you can, if you, either even if you if you are a broker currently or currently at a bank or an independent um, mortgage company somewhere else um, I'd be happy to talk to you about those steps of uh, you know coming over and what um, all the products look like compensation um, support all those things um, they're definitely we have everything and very competitive and all we have so um, I'm Definitely be interested to speak to anyone that was interested. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Because it may be for you. I mean, I like the freedom of what we do, mm-hmm. not having to, you know, ask, can we take off? We can pretty much work for, from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in Dallas this past weekend. I was working. I was on the phone, putting out a fire <laughs> with one of my deals. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely. Another question says, do you service the Carolinas? Uh, same with Mississippi. I don't, um, and as I see a need, um, I, uh, obviously I work on getting my license, uh, license. Sounds like there's a need. Yeah, I see that. Uh, (laughs) uh, license is kind of a, 
a, a not too bad of a process. I just kind of have to work on it, pay some dues and stuff like that. So if, mm-hmm. if you're looking immediately though, just like Mississippi, um, I can get you referred over to a loan officer that is working in the Carolinas or licensed in the Carolinas and, uh, you know, same process, get you referred over. They'll take care of you. Same product mm-hmm. programs, all that stuff. And, uh, and, and get you handled. So. Yeah, this is a realtor asking, so she may need you down the line. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I guess when I say need, like it's it's one of those things. Like, I don't want to pay for fifty states, and then you know, I only use one or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no. As I I started off in Alabama, now I'm licensed in Georgia and Florida, so that's my license right now. So, um, as I got as I started building. Um, business in those areas it that's when uh you know it made sense to get my license there so mm-hmm. um, but i'll yeah definitely i'm always open to if there's a if there's a need somewhere someone wants to do some business i will uh i can call in the mls in the morning <laughs> oh yes so we'll definitely get you guys connected. Um, that was someone else I used to work with, actually. Now she's into real estate. See how people are moving from these corporate jobs and kind of trickling into doing their own thing, being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, back to the process, I know someone was asking earlier. Um, so typically, how long does it take you guys to close on a loan? So once we get the home under contract, what's your standard time frame? Um, so since I've been in next, I've had one close in three weeks and they've all been under 30 days. So, um, I'm not going to come here and promise a three week closing for every single file because every file is <laughs> so many moving yeah. parts and so many hands in the pot with appraisers inspections have to go flawlessly. Appraisal goes flawlessly. The title company is working good and don't find any hiccups there. There's just, it's not all me and it's not all Crispin that can cause your, you know, closing to be, you know, and even that three week closing, that wasn't all me. I mean, that was, you know, good realtor, good. I mean, yeah, I did my part, but I my process did their part and the title mm-hmm. our appraisal went great. Actually, we didn't even need appraisal on that one. So there's just a lot of things that can happen um, to cause it to go really fast or fast because that's only two speeds we go. So um <laughs> days or less for sure and then if you know if you have a bank statement loan or something like that sometimes that can take more more time so but still mm-hmm. days or less um for sure regardless of what kind of pile we got so um but typically typical conventional fha va your standard like house if you want to go buy a house um today if you gave me a contract i mean we could close it and you know i'd, I'd safe answer would say four weeks so yeah uh, yeah. And speaking of different loan types, kind of go through um, the different loan types um, just to see if someone, you know, may have any questions, because I know it's so new. Like if you've never bought a house before, I know all of this may sound so foreign to you. We're talking about USDA, FHA, conventional VA. So let's just, just kind of go through all of these and kind of talk about what, what they mean. Yeah. Yeah, and sorry if uh, if I get nerdy and just start saying some acronyms, and they're like, "What?" Um, <laughs> I I'm not trying to speak over anybody's head. I just uh, it's we're in it all day. We're just so used to it, just, right? We yeah. think everybody talks yeah. the language. And so my first mortgage. Yeah, 
I mean, when I first came to mortgage, there were so many acronyms. I, it like took me <laughs> months to just like memorize what everything meant. Um, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of just, there's so many to list, but then we list a bunch throughout this, uh, this, uh, show, but I, uh, you know, a conventional loan. So for a first time home buyer, um, there's probably a few people in here, um, so first time home buyer, one of the best programs out there to do, if you've got pretty solid credit and you can get approved for a conventional loan, um, minimum down payment will be 3%. So um, that's less than the typical conventional, which is a minimum of five. Um, so you would need 3% down payment. And if you're a first time home buyer, um, we give you a first time home buyer class and you can have 2,500 plus um, dollars go towards your closing cost. So just for um, taking the class, just for taking a class. And to be honest with you, it's nothing, nothing you got to study for. This isn't, you know, I promise it's, it's, it's literally just telling you what a mortgage is. It's, you know, you're a first time mm-hmm. home buyer. So they want to They're teach you, you know, teach you yeah. what, a you know, how does a mortgage work? How do you pay it? How does amateurization, like all this stuff, um, is it an online class or is it it's all online? Yeah. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like an hour long. I mean, it's, it's, literally, that's all. Yeah. It's not, it's not much at all. Um, you schedule a call and talk with a lady or get in a zoom call or something like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of go everything with you. So it's, it's, uh, nothing to stress out about, but they do want you to complete that to get the benefit of getting the, uh, the closing cost credit. So, um, so anyway, so that can, that can go towards that, um, but yeah, I mean, we've got, um, you know, we've got, and I'm not going to go crazy with all the different titles of them, but basically we've got loans mm-hmm. that just purchased in a house. I told you about a first time home buyer, one of the home first time home buyer programs we have. Um, and then we also can just get, you know, different conventional FHA, um, VA loans, which is for veterans, USDA, which is for, uh, more rural areas, um, Crispin can tell you about those more when y'all go looking at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, every address is either, it has to be in a certain address in a certain area to be considered USDA. Um, but that, that and VA is also a zero down product. Um, so you have those and then we have, that's what pretty much any, any mortgage bank, anything is going to have. So, and then it kind of goes off the deep end to so many other things we could potentially do to HELOCs, which is home equity lines of credit. Um, he loans, which is a home. It's a, it's a loan, a second loan on your house to get a, um, a type of loan. So, and you use the house as collateral. So much better interest rate than, mm-hmm. a, than an unsecured loan, you know, at a place where, me and Crispin used to work. Um, oh, yes. so, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many benefits and perks of buying a house that people yeah. just don't understand. Absolutely. You can always pull that equity out, do upgrades, mm-hmm. add on to your house, increase the value of your home. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that's uh, I mean, that's an asset that's just always there that, um, you know, you can, you know, you can do a cash out or you can do a renovation loan or, you know, um, there's, there's a fix and, and then, then for investors, there's a fit. We have fix and flips and fix and holds, fix and flips where you're, you know, find a distressed home, want to fix it up. You get enough loan or you get enough in the, in the loan, you get a certain percentage to purchase the home and also to mm-hmm. fix up the home and then you sell the home. That's on the flip on the fix and hold. Um, 
you know, that is where you want to do the exact same thing, but instead of selling it, you want to uh, rent it out or make it an Airbnb short-term rental or something like that. So, so are the rates usually higher on those particular loans? Yeah. Rates will be a little bit higher. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy higher, but um, mm -hmm. it's uh, kind of a case by case situation. What you decide to put down credit score, stuff like that. So yeah. um, just kind of goes on a scale. Um, and then we do commercial stuff as we kind of talked about before. Um, that's a whole new avenue that excited me about coming over here was, uh, yeah. that I mean, that's another, that's just, that's a major thing. You know, people are looking into buying apartment complexes and yes. um, hotel, you know, all kinds of different stuff. So if there's something like some big investment you're looking to make, you know, um, you know, let me know. I mean, I've talked to some people about getting a mobile home, mobile home park, you know, just all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, so there's, there's just so many things. Um, if you have no FICO score, um, we can work with you there. Um, we just look to make sure we see if you paid your power bill, your water bill, all those kind of things. Rates going to be a little bit higher, um, but it's just a riskier loan, but puts you in a house. So, um, yeah. you know, the, the goal with a lot of these options isn't to necessarily have, the best rate, the best this, the best that. A lot of these loans is to get you into a home for now. And then mm -hmm. um, as you hear the cheesy expression always time all the time, you know, marry the house and date the rate. Date so, rate. <laughs> so uh and that's even now in this this climate right now, you know, don't get it's a 30 year mortgage or whatever term you get. Don't think I would pay this interest rate. It's all it can always change if you change it. You know, we can always talk yeah. about it if rates bottom out or something so um so it's always an option um so we just evaluate your situation and make sure you see what's best for you down the road yeah because some people feel like once i buy a house i'm locked into this investment for the next 30 years i can't get out of it and no that's not the case like <laughs> oh, not. Um, a lot of times people's first house they usually sell it out in about five to seven years so it's just kind of like a stepping stone like you said Oh yeah, absolutely. You sell that house, and that's your down payment money for your next house. So. And then some, because people are selling mm -hmm. houses and are making almost six figures. Yeah, just yeah. just from appreciation and property values. So mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. So it's never a bad investment. No, it's really it's really not. Um, it's something you can see. It's something the value always either quickly or slowly yeah. goes up. So it's it's always. And if you think about it, like just from a, I hate to say common sense, but just think of it from an aspect <laughs> of, you know, people are always going to be living in homes. They're either going to rent them, rent yeah. it or buy it or sleep yeah. on the couch. You know, which one do you want to People always in? need somewhere to stay. Right. So. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of things are advancing, but that's just one thing that hasn't changed and I don't foresee changing um so, mm -hmm. yeah. the only thing that's changing are these big corporations buying up a lot of single family houses so they're trying to force you to rent so you can't own properties mm -hmm. so now y'all better get in because some 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 companies are spending billions just like wholesaling stocking up on single family homes so just yep. imagine what your home is going to be worth years from now and you definitely don't want to be stuck in a position where you're renting all of your life because you didn't get in when you could have. And a lot of people say, like, I'm scared of the raid, like we said. 
you can always refinance when rates go back down. Like that's not even an, an argument anymore. Like I don't want to hear that excuse from anybody else. <laughs> don't come to us talking about you don't want to buy right now because of the rates. No, screw that. You can refinance when the rates go back down because you don't yeah. want to be put in a position where you're overpaying for a home because you were trying to play with the rate. You know, by right. the time the rate goes back down, it's going to be. 30 offers on the house now. So now you're having to go up $30,000, $40,000 when you could have gotten the house at a higher rate, lower price, refinance, and been on your way. Yeah. And you're paying 100% interest in the meantime. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. <laughs> I mean, it, if, you wait, if you wait a year, and let's say you spent $20,000 in rent last year, I mean, I don't yeah. know that number, if not more. Um, you know, that's... That's twenty thousand dollars that you'll never see again in a house. You'll never get back. Yeah, and in the house you can get it back. You can get a HELOC. Mm -hmm. You can do a cash out refi. You can sell the home. I mean, there's a lot. You know, if you ever need to borrow money, you can borrow money and mm -hmm. use that asset and get a much lower rate. You know, on something. So, um, you know, and I'm not just saying this because I did it myself. I mean, I bought my first house in 2018. Um, and, well, I say first, my first and only house. I'm still here for now. And, uh, <laughs> it's the first for speaking into existence. You're going to get another one. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's going to happen um, for sure. I got married a few a while back. So this house is already. Yeah. Too small. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that but that rate back then was uh, like in the mid or mid or upper fours, I think. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, was I wasn't in mortgage at the time. I had no idea what's going on. Um, I just said, <laughs> oh, I can afford that a month. I mean, I was, that was right. Me. Let me um, see what I can get. <laughs> 2020 happened. And, um, I know it came with a lot of bad, but came with some good too. I mean, we saw rates. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with the rates, uh, you know, I went down like two points on my rate and got like an upper 2% rate now. And I, mortgage payment went down 200 a month and I'm in a two bedroom town home. So that's actually a lot for this. So, um, because yeah. my home ain't worth all that much, but like <laughs> that was, and that was within two years, you know, so it ain't like I was, right. you know, so, so yeah, there's always options to change things later. Absolutely. Most definitely. I think we've answered everybody's questions. And if we have any, if you join late, you can always catch the replay. It will be on your favorite podcasting streaming service. And I will, um, I'll put both me, well, y'all have my contact information, but I'll tag Justin so you guys can contact him directly if you have questions. If you are a potential buyer, if you're thinking about getting into mortgages and, you know, you think this may be business for you, you know, he's really cool. He won't mind you guys contacting him. Just don't do it at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah well that's all i got well i appreciate you having me on and just want to let anybody know just to piggyback on what she said you know if you're looking to um buy a home if you're just wondering do i qualify for a home um mm -hmm. don't wonder google it please uh just ask just <laughs> ask me um because google is going to tell you you need 20 percent down and mm -hmm. i promise you 90%. Let's talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about that because I think that's one of the biggest myths mm -hmm. that we hear when it comes to buying a house. I need a large lump sum for a down payment. Can you kind of talk us through the different down payments or the options for no down payment? Yeah, I mean, um, so the 20 the 20% became 
you know, that you need that as a myth because, I mean, there's perks to paying 20% down. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. the biggest thing really, and I don't want to say only thing, but the biggest thing is no PMI. So PMI is um, your mortgage insurance for any lender under a 20% down payment has mortgage insurance you pay monthly. It can be a lot or it can be very little, but mm-hmm. um, once you pay off 20% of the home, uh, that drops off and your mortgage will will decrease automatically if you don't put that 20% down on the front end. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you definitely don't need 20% um, for a primary residence. I mean, that. Uh, so, you know, like a, we were talking about, there's 3% options. HA loans, which is Federal Housing Administration, that's a three and a half percent loan. Um, and when I'm saying these percentages, you take um, that percentage of the sale price. So if it's three percent and the sale price is two hundred, so you would say three percent of you know two hundred thousand or something. So um, mm-hmm. and other conventional loans that a minimum of five percent. If it's not your first time home buying or first time buying a home. Um, and then zero down options we have, like we talked about VA. So if you're a veteran, that's one of the best loans out there. But of course, you do need to uh, be a veteran and um, have have eligibility. So that's one option. USDA is another option. If you're in a rural area, um, Crispin can help you let you know what addresses are and are not USDA qualified. Mm-hmm. So that's an option. Um and then we have DPA programs, DPA meaning down payment assistance, um, that you don't have to have any of the above. Um, so if you come into, so we have, I have several wholesale lenders that I work with for you that, um, you know, if you, you know, your credit score only needs to be a 600 or above. Um, and there's no income limit on them, meaning, uh, you wow. Have- so you can make anything and still qualify for these. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, now there's some DPA down payment assistance loans that do have income limits and some that don't mm-hmm. we definitely have some that don't as well. And income limits, meaning there's certain down payment assistance programs that if you make too much money, yeah. you don't qualify because yeah. it's mm-hmm. meant for lower income individuals. But we also have products that don't have an income limit. So, um, that's great. So, yeah. So, um, and then you may be naturally thinking, okay, was there a catch to it? Well, <laughs> not really. I mean, there, so no surprise. I mean, rates, you're not going to get a prime interest rate. Prime, I mean, rates going to be maybe a half percent higher or three quarters percent higher. I mean, it's just kind of according. There's not a set number, but it will mm-hmm. be a little bit higher. It's not going to be anything astronomical whatsoever. Um, and closing costs may be a little bit more as well, but you know, Crispin can definitely work that out with you of getting the seller to pay for your closing cost. Um, in this market, especially in this market. Yeah. So, um, you know, with the rates, you know, going high, although they are coming back down. Um, they are. They They're are, coming yeah. on down. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I locked someone in, in the other uh, Friday at an upper five percent interest rate. FHA loan. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, it'll, it's, it's, it, the market always does this. So don't freak out when it hits a, you know, a valley or, or a low point. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's good to shop in this market, though, because like you said, you can get sellers to pay some of your closing costs. So that's another concern for you. Having that closing cost money, start shopping now. Contact him. Try to get it on one of those down payment assistance programs. And like in this market, if the house has been sent for a while, the sellers are ready to let it go. So they're going to pay some closing costs for you more than likely. And if not, we'll move on to the house. They does. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's uh, with the market slowing down like it has, has called, you know, one and two years ago, you had to pay all your closing costs and make and then some. Um, now, <laughs> back to where it was before, where you kind of, you know, you negotiate to have the seller pay for your closing costs. So that's a great thing, too, that can happen to where you mm -hmm. don't have the closing costs. And even on this on down payment assistance programs where um the law may cost the closing costs may be a little bit more but if your seller's paying for it who cares you know so right. uh, <laughs> so um you don't have to worry about it so yeah um so anyway so yeah there's definitely been uh, there's definitely been times where i've had people bring no money to the closing table so i've uh, had people give money back yep, so yep. Uh, that too they get their deposit back so um mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's that's definitely a uh, definitely possible. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to help you with any answer any questions on purchases, refis, um, commercial deals, construction, land, investment uh, properties. Invest I know a lot yeah, of people absolutely. are trying to get um, Yeah, I've been speaking so. to some investors recently uh, from LA. So a lot of people are looking to uh, mm -hmm. you know see Birmingham as a hot spot which it is for uh it is. it's a much cheaper than um if you ever feel like prices are a high here just uh get on just Zillow gotta, get on and i'll go to la and look at a shack and it'll be yeah. a million dollars yeah for sure so um but yeah i'm here to answer any of those questions and if uh you're a current loan officer or licensed or thinking about getting licensed um you know my goal in the next few years is to have a good team a big team and uh, to to be more of that um, teacher and not really not a manager because we don't no one's managing mm -hmm. you're managing yourself but to be more of a uh, you know just kind of a, a cheerleader for you and grow the team yeah so same uh, here if you're looking into getting licensed or getting to the real estate industry I'm here to help I have a mentee she's hit the ground running you know so. We're excited. I mean, I love what I do. And I'm the person, like everybody I come in contact with, I'm, I'm like, you should get your real estate license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I promise I do. Because I just enjoy it so much. I really do love yeah. what I do. And I'm so grateful yeah, that no, God absolutely. allows me to do this. Um, so. For sure. And uh, and it's not something, uh, I know real estate, you don't have to. And, and here, you eventually want to do it full time, uh, probably. But day one you don't have to so don't feel like man i gotta quit my job i gotta you know, uh, <laughs> yeah you don't you can start off part-time with both yeah, yeah for sure but um you know and get to that point where you're comfortable to to make the the leap so to speak to uh to do it because it's commission only but once you get the the pipeline kind of going it's you feel a lot more confident um and it and it's mm -hmm. it's it's flowing so um don't be scared either way just talk yeah. to them yeah it's all about finding good mentors i think that's how i flourish in my business by just having good mentors good mm -hmm. leadership so i mean you have to have people that are willing to help you 
in this business that they don't mind, you know, teaching you the ropes and things like that. And I know Justin, he'll be more than happy to help you guys if you're interested in, you know, maybe switching companies or getting into the business altogether. Feel mm -hmm. free to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate it. Anything else you want to tell the audience before you leave? How can they get in contact with you? Um, so best contact would probably be to text or call me at 334-791-9945. Um, also, you can email me at jholloway um at nexamortgage.com so or you can um you know you can message me on uh facebook instagram tiktok mm -hmm. um at mortgage guy at mortgage guy justin yeah so and mortgage guy justin so make sure y'all follow him he has some great content <laughs> <laughs> try to try, try to make this uh crazy business fun <laughs> we have to because it's something different every day but yes. our goal is to help as many people as we can get into homes in the new year so if that is on your goal list for 2023 you should start talking to us like now like mm -hmm. today tonight tomorrow because yeah. we want to help you get into a new home in the new year i mean what's what's can you imagine starting a new home in a new the new year in a new house like yeah like your house you host the new year's party I mean, what what better what better uh, housewarming party than to do it on New Year's? You know? Exactly. You have time. Yeah. No, I can still close loans by the end of the year. I can probably mm -hmm. still be closing loans before Christmas if you hurry up. So. Oh, who wants me in a new house for Christmas, baby? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is here. I'm trying to get house. Yet, so. Right. Uh, <laughs> you get house. You get house. You get house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but no, but seriously, I mean we can we can uh we can make it happen. I've got a very supportive team behind me that that um mm -hmm. you know that makes it happen. So um I feel like I'm in yes. a sports career right now. I got I gotta thank my my coach and my this <laughs> but I really do I, I really do have a have an awesome team that um I couldn't do what I do without my processors and my mm -hmm. managers for the wholesale side um you know but anyway so we everyone's everyone's focus on one goal and that's to put you in a home so um absolutely and you want to work with people that make it easy because i've worked with some lenders and it's been nightmares mm -hmm. but i can say with you i've never had a problem you've always got my people to the closing table they love you <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. And he gets the job done, you guys. So y'all will be in great hands. Yep. And Crispin does too, no surprise. So um, my clients have have loved her since she's she's well, she is the best uh in Birmingham. Y'all <laughs> yes. yeah, heard from the she's best everywhere she's like. <laughs> 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 well definitely contact us and you know we'll be happy to get you in a new home thanks for tuning in and we appreciate the questions see you guys next week y'all yeah.